It's the Morning Blitz. What is this, amateur hour? Weekday mornings from 7 to 8 Mountain, 8 to 9 Central, on 1025U Rock and the Rocking M app. Ten minutes of the top of the hour here on a Wednesday. Glad you're with us. Once again, a nice cool 48 to begin your morning. On our way to a high of 70 on this Wednesday. Today we're going to be a cool Friday, too. If you're looking ahead to the Ryan Lindsay concert, which you just heard a promo there, right after the Colby Goodland football game at Denon Field, should be a great show. But bring your lawn chair and bring your jacket. It could be a little cool as the high of that day expected to just be around 58. So... Thanks again to Coach Live and Good as well. Kind of Live and Good for joining the program too. Talk a little Goodland Cowgirl Golf. Missing you that stuff. For any earlier part of the show, you can catch it on the podcast later today. Uh, look for the Morning Blitz with Ross Folkmer on anywhere you get your podcast. All right. Uh, it's time to get into our uh, college football power five. Once again, the cultural power five, for those who don't know, it is the top five games that I, myself, um, have my eye on, which, by the way, college football gets going tonight, by the way, as we have some Wednesday night football. So we have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We have, we have football all the way now until Monday from Wednesday. So if you're a football nut like me, you can certainly uh, check in and do that stuff. So uh, let's get going with our college football Power 5. Once again, the College Football Power 5, top five games got my eye on. Let's get into it right now. The Power 5, number 5. Number 5 is for this week for me, number 20 Kentucky at number 1 Georgia. Kentucky coming into this football game is 20th ranked. They're a tough team. They just are. They're a very tough football team. And by that I mean just physically tough. They play hard-nosed defense. Uh, only allowing around two under 300 yards per game, which is pretty darn good in the SEC for a team that's not, you know, Alabama or Georgia. And they run the football really well, over 225 yards per game. Now, they haven't had the toughest slate in the world. They've beaten Florida, who's down this year, but they handled Florida pretty easily. They took care of Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. They've got Akron and Eastern Kentucky, so they've, they've kind of cakewalked here. But they're taking on a team that's done just as much cakewalking as anybody with a slate that was super easy to begin the year for Georgia. Then they had to come from behind against South Carolina. Uh, They had to come from behind against Auburn. It's not been a great start for the Georgia Bulldogs. I know they're at home. This game right now, a two-touchdown favorite in favor of Georgia. Look out. I think Kentucky's going to hang around in this one. going to be closer. I would take Kentucky to cover the 14-and-a-half. Georgia hasn't proven to be anything dominant, and Honestly, it could be a, a, a surprise, possibly, if Kentucky can run the football effectively and get enough stops, because I don't think Georgia's offense has looked as explosive as it's been in the past. And Kentucky's offense, if they can get stops defensively and offensively move the ball methodically down the field, this might be a pretty darn good football game. All right, moving on. Number four. Number four on my college football power five for the third consecutive week. They find themselves in it. That would be the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They're on the road taking on a ranked foe. Notre Dame, 10th ranked, coming off a huge come-from-behind win at Duke this past Saturday. Now we'll go on the road to the upstart Louisville Cardinals. Notre Dame and Sam Hartman. Hartman showed, I mean, Sam Hartman's an experienced quarterback. He's like 25, 24 years old, super old guy. 
there at Notre Dame. Really, really impressed him. Impressed with him uh, in the game at Duke, uh, coming behind to win. Louisville is another story. This was a team that was kind of up and down, kind of in the mediocre parts. With uh, Satterfield was their head coach for a while, and he moved on to Cincinnati, kind of rarely at the end of last year. So Louisville went back to the person who was the guy that they hoped they'd get all along all along a long time ago, and that would be Jeff Brom, who was at Purdue. Pro, per, of course, Brom led Purdue to a Big Ten West uh, championship game yes, last year. Didn't win, got blown out by Michigan. Nonetheless, he's gone here to Louisville, and he's off to a 5-0 and start. And they have wins over Indiana, eh, Boston College, eh, NC State, a little bit better win, three-point victory there. Ought to be an interesting game. Notre Dame at Louisville. Louisville's going to throw the ball all over the yard. They are one of the top passing teams. Their quarterback, Jack Plummer, over 1,500 yards passing, almost 1,500 yards passing so far this year. Uh, should be a very good game between Louisville and Notre Dame. Uh, that's number four on the Cultural Power Five. Number three. Moving on to number three. We're going out west to the Pac-12. Number 13, Washington State, playing on the road at now unranked UCLA. The last time we saw the Bruins, they were playing up at Utah, and they got beat 14-7 in a very tight game. Look, UCLA lost to Utah on Utah's home field, but only by seven points with a freshman quarterback against a very experienced uh, Utah squad. Now, Utah ended up losing to Oregon State. But nonetheless, I don't think that's such a terrible loss for UCLA. They're 3-1. and one. They're still really, really good. They can still put up a lot of yards. The thing is, they don't put up as many yards as Washington State. The Cougars on the Palouse are an offensive juggernaut. 534 yards per game. Uh, they, they allow a lot of yards, too, but they can really score. Cam Ward is one of the best quarterbacks you probably don't know about. The transfer from Incarnate Word at Washington State in his second year. Look, they're a... Really, really good team. They've got wins over Colorado State. They beat Wisconsin, and they beat Oregon State uh, here recently. Uh, going into after then, they've got a bye week to get ready for you. So both these teams came in, coming off a bye, ready to play. This ought to be a good game. UCLA, Washington State. By the way, UCLA just a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Uh, my guess is the Cougars get the win, but I think it's going to be a really close contest, which, once again, is why it's on my power five number two on to the second best game this weekend in my eyes in college football is in the sec the 11th ranked alabama crimson tide playing at the biggest stadium i know it's not the biggest but it certainly looks the biggest it just looks absolutely huge uh kyle field at texas a&m the alabama crimson tide have put it together folks i mean i know they lost to texas at home back in early september and they struggled against south florida but defense, they have figured out their identity here the last couple weeks. Let's play unbelievable defense, and let's not put a lot of pressure on our quarterback. Let's just try and run and pound the ball. They did it against Ole Miss. They did it against Mississippi State. So they took care of Mississippi schools. Now they move into Texas at Kyle Field in this massive, massive stadium. And look, Alabama's not going to be an offensive juggernaut. Texas A&M can score it a little bit. They're 4-1 with their lone loss coming to Miami. But uh, Alabama's going to be a two and a half point favorite on the road. But I like, you know, I like it to be a great game simply because AM is at home with that ruckus crowd. You just never know what you might get. And you might get an AM upset. And think about it if AM can win, they can add Alabama their second loss and probably end Alabama's chances at making the college football playoff once again this early in the season, which would be pretty weird. Don't know if it's going to happen. 
fact, I would probably not bet against Nick Saban right now. But there's a chance of it, and that makes it with our cultural power five. And finally, on to top game. Number one. Number one here is the Red River rivalry shootout, whatever it is now. Texas and Oklahoma. Both teams are ranked inside the top 15. Oklahoma 12, Texas number three. Both these teams, this will be the final time they do it as Big 12 members. They'll do it as the SEC members next year. Look, two great offenses, two decent defenses. This game should be really entertaining, and there should be a plenty of points scored. Of course, the crowd is always great for this game. They always get up for it. It should be super, super good. You've got teams that average close to almost 500 yards of offense and the over-unders at 60 and a half. Gosh, I'd almost think it'd be the over. I'd like to think it would be Texas, six and a half point favorites and I do think Texas will win. I think they are the better football team than Oklahoma right now. But you just never know in a rivalry game, in particular one like Texas-Oklahoma. That's the top game in this week, college football, Power 5. So once again, my Power 5 for this week. Number five, Kentucky, Georgia. Number four, Notre Dame, Louisville. Both those games ranked on ranked games. Number three is Washington State at UCLA. Number two, Alabama at Texas A&M. And number one, you've got Oklahoma, Texas. Of course, don't forget about some other great games this weekend, including Purdue at Iowa, which may not be very pretty, but it, uh, I think both those, if you're going to learn about both of those teams, is Purdue for real? Is Iowa really going to be bad with their quarterback out? That one's interesting to be. And then UCF at Kansas, I think could be a really interesting, interesting game. Hopefully Jalen Daniels can go. It could be a lot of points scored. In that one there. All right, let's get to the walk-off. A three-run walk-off home run. A game-winning walk-off with a walk-off. His second walk-off hit of the season. In walk-off fashion, that baby's gone. Like I mentioned, we got a little college football tonight. If you don't want to watch any baseball, you can catch Jacksonville State at Middle Tennessee State or Florida, Florida International FIU at New Mexico State, home of Jerry Kill, former Kansas Kansan himself, I should say. So Jerry Kill's New Mexico State Aggies on, in action tonight on CBS Sports Network. That does it for our program today. Thanks to Connie Livingood, and thanks to you for joining the program. We're back again tomorrow on 23 Hours. It's been the Morning Blitz. We'll see you then.